Peace and blessings, everybody. You are listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. I am Reek. And um, before I get into anything else, uh, I would like to express to you guys that today is your last day of work, unless you work at the post office or some other job where you got to work on weekends, maybe Home Depot, maybe CVS, maybe Rite Aid. And I am incredibly sorry to hear that. But for those of you guys that don't work on weekends, happy Friday. Um, I'm pretty sure you're going to get saucy. If you don't drink, I'm pretty sure you're going to get high. And if you don't smoke, I'm pretty sure you're going to be a bum-ass nigga because who doesn't have vices in 2019? Let's get a grip here. Also, my party is November 16th, Jack in the Box. Um, the link to my party will be in the empty section below. I don't know if that's bio or whatever you fucking want to call that shit. But wherever I put the description, ah, there we go. The motherfucking link will be in the description below. Come to the party. For $30, you can fucking drink in unlimited fashion. I also want to take this time to shout out to myself because I am dope and I'm also a sex symbol. And I feel as though this was being lost through all of my great content that I've been creating for you guys. I am a fucking sex symbol and I'll be addressed as such. Prior to me getting to this episode, I want to tell you guys that the last few days have been very mundane for me. So from a current event standpoint, as far as what I've been going through, I really don't have much for you. And due to the fact that my man, Chris, uh, has not supplied any motherfucking updates about the world i pretty much don't have any i mean i have hearsay she say shit but um i said hearsay she say god damn it i have he say she say shit but um none of that shit is of importance uh but what i will tell you is that i've been getting an overwhelming amount of emails so just to ensure i get to everybody i'm going to do an email portion uh longer than i usually do but prior to doing so, I just wanted to make something clear. I'm not going to have a regular job ever again. Um, I know I said this in an episode that was just aired, but I've rewired my thinking. Uh, as I expressed to you guys, if I was to get a job, uh, I would probably start off at forty to 45000 And what I'm actively trying to do is use how smart I think I am to garner $40,000 uh, through different ways, you know, through different channels. Ross has expressed this. Nipsey has expressed this. Damon Dash has expressed this. Nipsey Hussle has expressed this. Uh, a flurry of important white people, although you might think that's an oxymoron. All white people aren't evil, just the vast majority of them. But having dual incomes and having uh, multiple streams of revenue is something that I've really been focusing on, which is why I'm even using Anchor in the first place. Uh, this is just step one, uh, me throwing this party is step two. And as I create new ways to make money, um, I'm going to share this information with you guys as I go along because I'm not built for a desk job. I'm not built to work construction. I'm not built to be an accountant. And I'm not built to uh, stand all day to be a uh, waiter or a bartender at Applebee's. Just to be frank with you, I just ain't going out like that. Um, K Vega actually, uh, is selling adult pastries. Let's call it, let's call it that. 
she's selling adult pastries and with her adult pastry service i have another friend of mine by the name of frankie that also sells adult pastries and it appears as though that um they are getting the money that they wanted to get i remember frankie was posting post office selfies and uh now look at her she's in babe she's in supreme she got these fucking four thousand dollar bags i don't know what else she's doing but i do know that she did find her way for freedom and being able to wake up when you want being able to make money in your sleep and being able to uh get profit without having to work 40 hours in somewhere that you're trapped where if you have a 30 minute lunch break if you come in after 32 minutes they tell you to go home and you're fired and then your position's on indeed that shit is not the vibe i'm out here trying to follow my dreams and that leads me to my next thing rate and subscribe uh a good amount of you have done so already i'm about 300 or so and for someone that has no popularity in the in the least bit uh the fact that you guys have been writing and subscribing to the show has been glorious uh, as i said before my goal is to get to 1003 months and due to the fact that i have about a thousand listeners 90 percent of which are on iTunes, just do me that favor, man. You scroll down, you press the fifth star because I am a five star nigga. Uh, shout out to my man Orlando with five star gains and get me Liddy. The more you get me Liddy, the more sponsorships I get. And I promise that I will not put my cash app in the bio if I can get these white people to pay me. So, due to the fact that I've already told you guys that. Uh, the last two days have been mundane. I'm going to share with you a quick conversation that correlates with my path of trying to get $45,000 in a year. I go to my aunt. Uh, I share with my aunt just about everything. The aunt that I live with, my aunt Debbie. And um, I was like, yo, you might see this as a, as a surprise, but I fucking hate working. I didn't say fucking. She started laughing. She was like, I always knew that about you. I was like, but I've always kept a job. I've never been a bum. She was like, I can also give you that. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, the thing about me having these jobs is my alcoholism goes through the roof. And she says, I know. And she was like, uh, if you kept at it, I was going to take your keys and hide them from you. Now, my aunt doesn't put one rent set into my car. I pay the insurance. I pay the car note. I pay for maintenance. And she was going to strip the keys from me. Why? Because pretty much she can. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. Like, She's someone that has put herself in a position to where she can do just about anything and I can just accept it because that's how much she's invested into me as a human being, as someone that's not her child. And I say that to say that in my path of finding ways to make money, with $45,000 being the goal, she was like, yo, just so you know, you're going to have to try to make 60000 in a year because 15000 of that is going to go towards insurance because the thing about working for the white man is the white man takes care of that for you. So, okay, new goal, $60,000 in a year. If I can make $60,000 by doing what I want to do, as opposed to making $60,000 doing what I hate doing, which is being in places of isolation and seclusion and being away from the world, uh, I think that I'm in a good space. I don't need a trillion dollars. I don't need a billion dollars, but I just need enough money to sustain and not have to fucking clock in. That is definitely my goal, and I think I'm going to get there. With that being said, I know I'm being repetitive, but the days have been mundane for the third time. And what I can do is I can circumvent that by answering emails because due to the fact that 
the favorite of what you guys are telling me is when I answer emails, I can just answer a multitude of these shits and that can get the time to go by. Um, so let's start. Do, 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 do. I have text messages, actually. Do, 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 do. Come on, where's the email shit at, man? Do, 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 do. All right, here we go. So, first email of the day comes from someone who is nameless. Oh, wait, Samson. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I like Samson. Isn't that the person who had all of his power come from his hair? So, Samson, if you have a baldy, you didn't provide me with a picture of yourself, but if you have a baldy, I'm going to bring you to court because that's some bullshit. Anywho, the name of this motherfucking... uh, email and the subject line is post kitten trauma with the question mark so post kitten trauma all right the underscoreless the spinniest the rantiest the good brethren himself how are you sir well samson i'm doing quite well i just had uh some grapefruit i had a granola bar and when i finish this podcast i'm going to go up the block to a space by the name of energy fuel and i'm going to acquire a smoothie I don't know what kind of smoothie I'm going to get, but I think that's going to add glory to my day. I write this in minor disarray because I did always intend to participate amongst the emails, but I have partaken in some activities that I need that I simply need your opinion on ASAP with two exclamation marks. You can call me Samson for this letter. I'm 28. Have a cool job. A few friends. I've had a thunderously exhilarating 2019. Last year was all kinds of fucked up personally, professionally, physically, and mentally. I will not drag the details. So I entered this year with laser focus, and in month 10, shit is still litty. I'm sexing gorgeous melanin marinated vaginas and getting love from people in general. It's weird. Alright, so your name is Samson, and if you gave yourself that nickname, that's a cool nickname to have. You are having sex with the kitten of the melanated of the melanated marinated uh kind you have a good job and you're 28 at some point in time i know this email is going to take a turn and this email is like 400 motherfucking paragraphs but as you can see we're only 10 minutes in so i have plenty of time all right recently as this past weekend i linked up with the fellas and we went to the club was anybody cuffing did somebody owe you 20 dollars Shout out to Ron Browse. We got there and shit was litified at an all-time high. Litified. Samson, are you a white man? Samson, you better motherfucking knock it off. You're having sex with all these black women and you're white. I'm talking about litified. What type of bullshit colloquialism is that? I'm actually upset now. Anywho, we participated in the normal club nonsense and it was only later that I caught the eye of a debonair black fine young lady. I immediately walked right towards her, maintaining eye contact and offered her a drink. What was your drink of choice, Samson? I'm curious. I'm always curious as to what you're drinking and what you offer. Uh, are you offering a martini? Are you offering a hard beverage, maybe a vodka and cranberry? In my experience, is women love vodka and cranberry. Oh, I'm curious to know what yours is. Email me back and let me know. We procured said beverage of her choice on the house. That's how fire my year has been. Okay, okay, okay. You're, you're buying bitches drinks? I feel that, Samson. You say you got a nice little job. We buying $15 drinks off the strength and got to talking. This woman has a lot of stature in the community on IG and as a creative. 
I am a regular nigga with 200 followers. Shout out to you, Samson. Everybody's important in their own right. I only have 2,500 followers, and look at me. I talked to myself on a microphone. We talked for a bit, exchanged numbers, and I went back to mingle. I could feel the eyes on me from the room, son. I always did this in the presence of another lady that I've been casually talking to and that provided my face as a launching pad for our vagina to flourish on. I like this man's vernacular. Literally, last week. But she's on some hot girl virgin nonsense. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You ate it, but she's a, she's a virgin? What is actually happening? You said you provided your face as a lotion pad for her vagina. You did this last week, but she's a hot girl virgin, so I don't give a fuck what none of y'all say. If you're a virgin, you're not a hot girl. Suck my dick. I don't care. This is my show. Anyway, anyway, we ignored each other because she is adamant uh, in a role player in the team of niggas who holler at her. So it's not awkward because she's doing her and I'm doing me. These two women are friends, though, so part of me was on some I had bet. Watch me back my homie with the finger roll of ease. All right, that should just confuse me. Anyway, we ignored each other because she's adamant in a role player in the team of niggas who holler at her. So it's not awkward because she's doing her and I'm doing me. So wait, you said these two women are friends. So you bag two women, one of which is a virgin and one of which is just playing her role. Let me. You lost me, Samson. Anyway, back to this lady I sniped. I met. Oh, OK. Maybe you're saying that you have two women in your roster, one of which is the woman that you bagged that was on the house. Back to this lady I sniped. I met up with her the next day on some chill creative shit. Oh, the uh, the cool IG uh, joint. All right. I'm I'm following. I'm following. And the sexual tension was apparent. She said it was due to the fact that she is intimidating and way too popular for regular niggas like me to ever talk to her. So that was really hot for her. Are you fucking kidding me, son? What? She really looked at you in your eye and said that she's intimidating. And because, quote unquote, a regular person came to talk to her, she was turned on. These fucking bitches make me fucking sick, my nigga. Anyway. Fast more to mere 24 hours later, we linked. After the link, we planned in the club, and we were already texting, flirting, and we meet again on some creative tip and actually made some stuff. Okay, shout out to you. Many opportunities arose for me to knock it down on the site of the crime, but I chilled. Okay, okay. You put the vagina to the aside, and you wanted more followers. You wanted more gravitas in the industry that you're in, and you figured you would use her creative momentum to circumvent that to your own creative momentum. I like your style. Anywho, I left her place and she takes me on some luring shit. I call her and the convo was highly sexual to the point I could her her pussy. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you want to say make. Highly sexual to the point that I can make her pussy make the wet sounds through the phone as we were talking. I like that. I had not slept since the weekend and I was on horny time. So I grabbed my keys and drove to her apartment. If it's any time that I can identify with Samson, it's horny time. The sex was amazing. Okay, creative shit aside, it's time for you to touch the kitten consensually. 
It was consensual and it lasts until the morning. That's what the fuck I'm talking about, Samson. You do listen to my program. It's all about consensual sex, bro. That's what we push into the forefront. She did, however, keep stopping me and saying she shouldn't because it's so fast. And this isn't what she wants because she just broke up with her white man, ex, who just treated her all kinds of badly. Well, that's what the fuck she gets for dating white people. To the point she has really low self-esteem and negative self-talk. Time out. I want to put a pause on this. We're at 15 minutes, so... If you don't feel like listening to this little mini soliloquy I'm about to go on, go get uh go get some water. Uh, matter of fact, just drink water. We're getting hydrated this weekend, y'all. She went from telling you that it was hot that a regular person like yourself with only 200 followers came to talk to her because she's so intimidating to after she gave you the kitten, she told you that she broke up with a white man and she has low self-esteem. I want everybody that just heard that to understand how life works stop putting these people on a pedestal they are regular human fucking beings it'd be the people that think they're so popping with the thousands and thousands of followers that'd be the pieces of shit this girl let this man with 200 followers since she places such importance on that since he's so regular they created some shit a few days later he was chilling she wasn't she was like oh my god finally a black guy Texting him, texting him, texting him. And the oh-so-important one that has all this intimidation behind her back wind up having self-esteem issues because she's letting white niggas touch it. You hate to fucking see it. But this email is about to conclude, so let me just get to the rest of this shit. So I'm going to go back to the last sentence because of my soliloquy. My apologies. And I need to fucking uh, repeat this again just for those of y'all that aren't listening at home. The woman with all the importance and all the Instagram followers, the creative person that's so prevalent in her community. This is what she said. She did, however, keep stopping me and saying we shouldn't because it's so fast. And this isn't what she wants because she broke up with a white man ex who treated her all kinds of badly. To the point she has really low self-esteem and negative self-talk. She makes jokes about it. But it's really real. I'd stop and get off of her each time. Shout out to you, Samson. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. She was extremely wealthy and grew up in those circles, so it was incredible for her to meet a nice, good black brother who was kind to her. We would stop and I got dressed or laid back, and she kept reinitiating the sex because it was so good. That's what I'm talking about, Samson. You lay that motherfucking pipe. The strength, the strength comes from your hair, nigga. I didn't bust, but had to work. So it was time to leave. God damn it, bro. You put in that work in, but didn't get a nut? Sorry to hear that, Samson. She said she was going to cut me off. And I never talked to her again because of things, because of how things are with her ex. I joked that I'm a jump off even. And how rare this is for her to fuck me unless there be. Goddamn, all these goddamn typos, Samson. You're killing me. I'm going to start from the beginning. She said she was going to cut me off and I'd never talked to her again because of how things are with her ex. I joked that I am a jump off even. And also, how rare this is for her to fuck me. Less than 72 hours of meeting me. She would do so in a playful way, of course, and teasing. Since then, I have not heard back from her. She didn't answer my calls, but still ain't blocked me on IG. Because, you know, that's where she's so important. That's where the underlings are. Because she has all this power. Anywho, I understand and will fall back. But if she needs me, I'm here. Please tell me what's going on what my next move should be. Much love, Samson. Sent from my iPhone. This one email is going to be the bulk of this motherfucking uh, episode. I'm not going to lie to you. That was a lot, Samson. And I thank you so much for sharing that with me. So this is what's going on. She's privileged. 
So much so that she aligns privilege with the people that she also thinks are privileged, which is why she's even dating that white nigga in the first place. You can only go with what you know and what you're raised around. So due to the fact that you told me that her family is successful and all the other type of bullshit, she then aligned herself with the white man because when she thinks of success, she thinks of whiteness. But then what she quickly found out is that white men are crazy and don't place value on our fucking black queens. Not all of them, but the vast majority of them, like I said earlier. So what wound up happening was you're a fucking uh, loser ass because, you know, you're such a loser because you only have 200 followers. Fuck the fact that you have a good job. Fuck the fact you have a good car. Fuck the fact that you have your own spot. Fuck the fact that you're financially in places that you've never been before. You only have 200 followers. So to her, you're just regular. Anyway, you fucking pulled up on her because you're a black man with pride and you're a black man with confidence. You gave her that smooth talk. She's never heard that smooth talk before. Uh, I'm pretty sure that when she speaks to white men, they talk about different types of cheeses and Dockers fucking uh, shorts that come to the middle of your thigh. I don't know what white niggas talk about. Anyway, you came through to her. You, you gave her that game and you was probably speaking in a way that she's not used to having. I'm sorry, that she's not used to hearing. Uh, she's not used to having a black man conversation. She's not used to speaking with niggas that nicknamed themselves Samson. So she's like, yo, this is refreshing. This is what I can align myself with. Kind of like if you're a bear, but you grew up in the circus and you've never been in the wild in your life. You think that if you release a bear into the woods, he's not going to naturally acquiesce to his, around, to his surroundings? You are who you are by nature. She's a black woman. She likes black men. That's just what it is. But the thing is, you're not of any importance to her because you don't have 30,000 followers. You don't have 50,000 followers. You're not a creative beacon in your fucking neighborhood like she is, quote unquote. So she was like, all right, I'm going to give this regular person that makes me feel good some pussy. And she was joking about her self-esteem issues, but that's really real. She was joking about letting you snipe it in 72 hours, which probably is real. So then she probably snapped out of it. Like, all right, I gave you my body. I told you about my life story. I shouldn't have done this anyway. You're joking with me that you're a jump. You didn't even come. You know what? I think this is a fucking mistake. Oh, I kept stopping and going, stopping and going. Like, who fucking comes like that? Like, how good was the sex? And she's like, no, stop, no, stop. I'm a loser. All right, come back. No, stop, no, stop. I have such a low self-esteem. Please, no. All right, come back. No, stop, no, stop, no, stop. I only met you three days ago. Okay, come back. No, stop, no, stop, no, stop. My last, my last boyfriend's name is Brad and yours is Samson. I can't do this. All right, come back. Like, that shit is some fucking bullshit, my nigga. What you got to do is this. Every time you like one of her pictures, you got to fucking go on Amazon. You have to buy the Intercontinental Championship belt. And you have to put that shit over your shoulder. And after you do so, you put it over your shoulder. You take a picture of yourself and you fucking send it to her. Because she gave you that kitten consensually. And you're the fucking champion from that. And hopefully she humbles herself with her loser ass. Talk about, oh my god, I was so turned on that you're such a loser and I'm such a not loser. And you came to talk to me. Oh my god, my pussy is throbbing. Fuck out of here, bitch. Dub that bitch, bro. And have it in your head now. I don't know where you are from a confidence standpoint. You did tell me that you are getting melanate, melanated, marinated vagina at a high rate. Keep that confidence up, Samson. Because now you know that you can quote-unquote get the upper echelon of these bitches that have low self-esteem issues anyway. Keep that in the tuck. Don't worry about that bitch. Don't even be there for that bitch. Because I know you said at the end of the email, like, yo, if she ever needs me, I'm here. Fuck her. 
Know what I'm saying? She used you, bro. She used you for your swag. She used you for your drip. She used you for your sauce. She used you for your conversation. She used you for your penis. And now she's going to fucking W like that? Suck my dick, bro. We doing way better than that, Samson. We're not out here going to make these fucking black women that's giving white niggas the fucking poontang. We're not going to uplift them. Suck my dick, my nigga. Keep going. Keep doing your thing. And email me back with more motherfucking adventures of your kitten conquest, my nigga. Because that's what the Good Brother Experience is here for. Breaking down the barriers and consensually acquiring the kitten. Last email. And then I have to do shout outs. To the good brother. Call me Shabazz. First off, big fan since the He-Man Woman Haters Club podcast, and I'm glad you're on these potting streets. So I have this girl who is now my friend, but I met her because I was interested in her romantically. We would talk every day, but always seemed to remind me she doesn't want a boyfriend, and one day I realized I was wasting my time and dubbed her. Then she got mad at me for dubbing her. Unfortunately, this happened two other times where we started talking, she reminded me she didn't want a boyfriend, and I dubbed her. So fast forward to today, now I just look at her as a friend, only because she kept reminding me she doesn't want a boyfriend. Now every time I speak to her, she says I could have been her boyfriend by now. My question is, am I being petty for dubbing her and trying again, or is my gut reaction the right reaction? Keep potting, we need your insight out here. Shabazz Aura, sent from my iPhone. Shabazz, you are an idiot. What the fuck? is wrong with you now i understand that being raised a certain way has a lot to do with our psyche and how we view people and our behavior and the activities that derive from said behavior you had a woman that you were speaking with that you were interested in romantically she also was interested in you romantically the only thing was she didn't want a boyfriend you could have been getting that kid consensually shabazz and you fumbled the rock because you're an idiot. And you're probably the type of person that has to be boyfriend material to every girl that you talk to. You're probably a serial monogamous. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with when you meet a woman, you want to lock that woman down. But what I'm saying is the fact that you put her into a corner. And you was like, yo, listen, if you can't get down with my program of, if you can't get, if you can't get down with my 12-step girlfriend program, then you're just going to be my homie. What the fuck is wrong with you? If you've learned nothing, is that women don't know what they want until they're in the position to have it. So, maybe hypothetically she didn't want a boyfriend, but women's minds change. Why do you, just look at going to Macy's, right? And I just want you to look at the men's section. I want you to look at the women's section. With men, we have polos, we have t-shirts, we have slacks, we have shorts, we have jeans, we have sweatpants, we have button-ups, and that's pretty much it in hoodies. Women have short skirts, long skirts, halter tops, sundresses, maxi dresses, blouses. I can keep going. There's so much decision making that go on to women one know why that is one know why that although that they're more curvaceous or whatever have you they have more to they have more selection in clothing than we do because it's not that deep with us but it's that deep with them why the fuck would you stop yourself from acquiring that kitten 
because of a bullshit statement that she doesn't want a boyfriend. You are a poor decision maker, Shabazz. And that actually is congruent with all my experiences with niggas named Shabazz. I've never met a Shabazz that was a sound decision maker. But I'm glad you listened to my program because I'm here to tell you what to do. Stop doing that bullshit uh, friend zone nonsense. Slowly but surely, hit our like, yo, what you doing today? Do you want to go to this whatever with me? Yo, what you doing today? Do you want to watch this with me? Yo, have you heard this album? Yo, you hungry? I'm fucking starving, but I don't feel like eating by myself. What you up to? Slowly but surely, start to maintain some type of correspondence with her. And then one day, you're going to be on the couch. You're going to look over in her eyes. She's going to look over in yours. And not the right hand. Use your left hand. Touch her thigh. If she doesn't push your hand away, open your hand up and grab her thigh. Pull her closely towards you and rub her thigh. Stop doing so. After you stop, you get up, go to the bathroom. Look in the mirror. And say three times, I'm a fucking idiot. Leave the bathroom, go back downstairs, and procure the kitten that's rightfully yours. And then you will be a sound decision maker. And then email me back after you follow my advice, after you've gotten that kitten, and after she's probably your girlfriend by now. I'm only here to give sound advice, your bass. With that being said, that's going to be the last email. And I'm going to do some shout outs and then I'm going to get the fuck up out of here because I'm going to enjoy my Friday. Ahem. We don't have a lot, so I can get through this quick. Uh, Tech and Music fan, my man Randy. Um, I want you guys to personally email him. I want you guys to personally go to his Twitter, Tech and Music fan. Um, he's one of the best photographers out. He does not consider himself a photographer. He considers himself a capturer of moments. Please make sure you utilize him in the best way possible. We have my man Tahoe17 coming live and direct from California. I've never met him, but I feel as though, strangely, that we're cool. I never really, it's not too often that you experience that. Like, I feel like we're so cool with one another, but I've never met him. It's crazy. Anyway, we have Jaded Kiss underscore. We, her name is Shay with a period. Don't know much about her, but I do know that she's a queen with a little bit of savage. That's what you'll see in her banner when you go to her Twitter page. We have uh, Lika Nazir. Uh, Malika is one of my close female friends. Uh, she means so much to me, and she only has about 41 followers. So please go follow Malika, because that shit is unacceptable. We have Denny Pascasio. Denny Pascasio. Uh, he's someone that has a disturbing motherfucking Abby with him with a T.I. inspired hat with his eye bleeding as his Abby. I don't know what's wrong with that nigga, but uh, shout out to you for listening to the show. Um, your next favorite author, Broken Rev. He is an independent author coming from Denver, Colorado. We have Who Was Ace with an eight ball emoji. Uh, he has Riley, so that means he uh, fucks with the boondocks and his banner. Please go follow him. And last but not least, we have Original Munchie. Uh, with that being said, everyone, I want to thank you so much for listening to the Good Brother Experience. Please make sure that you go, if you are on iTunes, and you rate and subscribe. But if you're not on iTunes, if you're on SoundCloud, if you're on Google Play, if you're on Stitcher, if you're on CastBox, if you're on Radiohead, if you are on uh, Google Play, Shout out to you.
thank you for subscribing um please leave a comment or a like or a rate wherever you can uh follow me at the og black man on instagram and on twitter i will never give up my facebook and if you want to attend my party i will have it in the description below i said this before i'll say it again peace and blessings pass the dressing and have a good goddamn day i'll see you tomorrow